Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody. This is Karun Chandog just leaving the uh, Suzuka circuit to head back to Tokyo and thought I'd take the opportunity to um, do my post-race video. Um, in the end, bit of an anticlimactic race really you'd have to say for the second week in a row I couldn't believe it when I got to the grid and the engine cover was coming off Seb's car and um, it was quite clear that things were not normal things were not going to be okay Ferrari of course kept saying yeah yeah, yeah it'll all be fine but um, that wasn't the case as we found out straight away on lap one when he lost out um, and that's hugely disappointing you know the whole Asian adventure, if you look at Singapore, Malaysia and Japan, has absolutely destroyed Ferrari's World Championship hopes. Um, you know, Combine that with Monza, where they were far off the pace compared to the um, Mercedes guys, you know, that's basically four races in Spa, where the championship has just gone down the road. And that's a real shame for Sebastian, um, who has driven well uh, and ultimately the Ferrari isn't as quick a car on the Saturdays but you know he was starting the front row we saw the Merc wasn't that quick in race trim relative to the Red Bulls and I think if Seb had a go he would have been in the hunt so yeah really anticlimactic what can you say about Lewis um, you know, devastating form yet again in qualifying it was really nice to watch the 2017 cars here in Suzuka those high-speed changes of direction through the S's um, and around Spoon Curve and stuff, they were pretty mighty to watch. And when you watch Lewis's onboard lap, it was a really stellar lap. It's one of those you you take a step back and go, that was impressive. Um, you really put it all on the line. And you know, the fact that, again, Valtteri was nowhere close to him um, just shows what a superlative qualifier he is. And come the Grand Prix, it wasn't as easy. I think for for a variety of reasons, the Red Bull can't. Well, mainly they say straight line speed. We'll I'm going to analyze the data a bit more before um, we go to Austin. But you know, for whatever reason, in qualifying, the Red Bull couldn't get within six, seven, eight tenths, probably even a second. Really, ultimately, if you hook the sectors up of Lewis. But come the Grand Prix. Max was there, you know, he was able to sit within a couple of seconds of Lewis. He was never really, I think, going to pass. It got a little bit close towards the end, but realistically, I don't ever think there was a, a chance that he was going to overtake him. Um, however, uh, you know, if you look at the actual pace, the race pace is fine. And, and almost you think if he'd started at the front, then he would have had the opportunity to win the Grand Prix and have track position. So. Really, the foundations of the Merck victories are laid in those amazing qualifying laps from Lewis on Saturday. The um, grid, grid penalties became a big talking point again over the weekend, did they? When you, it was ridiculous on Saturday after qualifying. We're all wandering around the paddock, speaking to different teams and different um, 
people in the media center and whatever trying to work out what the grid is and nobody has a clue it is really frustrating to see that you know we, we we're in this situation where nobody at the checkered flag can conclusively tell us what the grid order is um, and you know to have Valtteri and Kimi out of contention uh, with the gearbox penalties as well you know there's a, there's a lot of stuff that went on there and I still believe they need to find another solution whether it's constructors points or you know if we think somebody's gonna have a penalty um, or somebody's changed a gearbox or an engine maybe make them qualify with a 10 kilo or 15 kilo extra fuel load and it's something that David Coulthard mentioned to me this morning I, we actually thought about it and thought that's quite a, a good maybe a good solution so at least everybody knows what the, the ultimate result is but yeah anyway it, it was a big talking point but it, it got settled down um, I think when you look it back at the weekend you'd have to say uh, Lewis absolutely stellar no more words really to describe his performance he is well on his way to becoming a four-time world champion it's just a question of when uh, and not if anymore I thought Max was brilliant on lap one I think uh, yeah Seb had his issues but you know Max was very opportunistic down at the hairpin lunging down the inside he got the move down on Daniel as well which was uh, really important because that was the difference between finishing second or third uh, you know Daniel got stuck behind Ocon for an extra lap or two and um, by that stage Max was gone so that was an important um, move for him and he's just um, continues to prove that he is a, a driver well beyond his years uh, Daniel of course did a typically good solid job got a podium again and he's uh, you know that is unquestionably the best driver lineup in Formula 1 today I think uh, Red Bull so if they can arrive in 2018 with a car that can qualify you know and, and can challenge the Mercs in qualifying on, on whether it's power or whatever then uh, all of a sudden those guys are going to be right in the hunt for the World Championship crown I think uh, that's going to be um, it's something hopefully that we'll get to see next year um, in the midfield it was a real shame for Hulkenberg because I think that end of the race would have been fun to watch he he put on a new new set of tires and you know as a driver you're spending a lot of time thinking about what um, you need to do at the end and he spent the entire race sort of gearing himself up towards an attack I think at the end of the Grand Prix when he would have had fresh new tires and in the end it wasn't to be. Of the others in the midfield I thought Force India did a great job um, brilliant drive by both Ocon and Perez. Ocon has really come on strong and um, again I think they've got a really good driver lineup. they push each other hard um, they're two young hard racers and there's a good balance going on between them so and I think the team has done a very good job with the car as well William will be disappointed with the way their weekend panned out um, and, and you got to mention Haas because they've had a really tough um, eight days I suppose between FP2 in Malaysia with Grosjean's big accident and, and qualifying here with Grosjean's big accident uh, two very different reasons obviously but um, for them to get a double points finish it's a great great result heading into their home race in Austin next time so I was really pleased with Gunther and the team because they've had an expensive 
and difficult period for them so um, yeah great result uh, what else um, I mean you gotta say that the the final um, hurrah for McLaren Honda on Honda's home territory didn't go particularly well uh, yeah Fernando got close to the point but didn't really get there and you know Stoffel didn't get the point either so all those penalties for Fernando really ruined a good opportunity and you know he managed to drag the car into Q3 which showed there was some potential but it didn't work out for them obviously um, and I think you know finally got to make a shout out to Jolien Palmer because I thought he conducted himself very well uh, under the circumstances today was a tough day for him you know having been announced yesterday or last night even quite late at night we were all in the having finished dinner at dinner at 9.30 or something we got a press release saying that um, you know he's being dropped from the next Grand Prix in Austin so you know that must have been really tough for him to go through the weekend knowing that announcement was coming and knowing that this was going to be his last Grand Prix weekend but trying to keep it private so um, but he, he handled himself well he answered the questions took them all on the chin and you know drove a, a good race to finish 12th so um, yeah I, th I thought as a uh, you know as a as a person forget racing driver I thought as a person uh, really full credit to him he dealt with uh, a tough situation very well indeed anyway on to Austin um, well first of all going home which I'm really looking forward to it's been a long um, 10 or 12 days away in Malaysia and here it's been a uh, a tough couple of weeks I think for everybody traveling and uh, we're all looking forward to going home and having a little bit of time with our families and um, we will uh, join you all in Austin in a couple of weeks time see you then bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.